Welcome to Nashville Restaurant Radio, the tastiest hour of talk in Music City. Now here's your host, Brandon Still. Hello, Music City, and welcome to Nashville Restaurant Radio. Powered by Gordon Food Service, my name is Brandon Still, and I am your host. Happy Monday to you and yours. I am so excited to talk about this interview with uh, Julia and Hunter Fremont. They are the owners at Flora and Fauna in East Nashville. And I didn't know a ton about them. And when I met them, they are just like the nicest, cutest couple I've ever met. And they are so sweet. And I'm so excited to share their story because, like I say at the end of this interview, this really is like the American dream. What they're doing is really special. And I'm just so excited to share this story with you guys today. That being said, um, this has been a tough week. Man, um, it was just really, really tough. Uh, FS Tech in Dallas was a lot of fun. Coming back, whew, I don't know about you guys, but I'm starting to feel it. I'm starting to feel tired. I'm starting to feel exhausted. I'm starting to feel beat down. And um, it's just been a challenging week. I don't know if you're out there feeling it also, but um, I'm with you. I'm with you. This, this is <laughs> this is a tough business. This is a grind. And uh, I'm feeling it this week. I'm not going to lie. You know, I come up here and I'm positive and yeah, man, let's go. Let's do all this stuff. But this week has just been a challenge. You know, people have been, I don't know. It's just, it's just been a challenge as a leader of somebody who's leading people and all of the work that we do every single day to make lives better and to, to really lead people and do the right thing. And I just feel like a failure. You know, you just feel like the end of this week, you're just like tired and you feel like it's just not working. There's just a degree sometimes where you just get exhausted. I know it is working and I know that I'm like positively like telling myself like, Hey, we're good. We're doing, we're working really hard. But when you have a vision and you work your ass off for a bunch of people and sometimes you don't feel appreciated and you feel like it's just a lot of complaining. It can be really, uh, it's just difficult. You know, we've had a lot of people out and, uh, I think everybody's stretched thin. I think that's a normal thing right now. I don't know if you're out there feeling the same way I am, but I'm tired. I'm tired. I'm exhausted. And, um, I just wanted to share that. I wanted to share that with you guys because I come up here and I say, this is awesome. And I'm so positive. And it's like, whoo, man, sometimes I have to step back and just go, Hey man, it's going to be okay. I don't put it in my hands, and uh, it's just a, it's just a lot sometimes. So there it is. There, that's that's all I'm saying. That's all I'm gonna say. So uh, if you're a praying person, keep me in your prayers, and I will you uh, know that you're not alone out there. If you're feeling the same way, there's other people out there feeling it. I'm trying to stay positive. We're gonna get through this. I'm putting plans together. We're gonna make this thing happen. And I know I am. I just sometimes it's okay to not feel okay. You know. I think I'm at that point right now, just for a minute. It's just a lot going on with me, and I'm just, uh, I'm tired. So uh, we're going to get into the show, and it's Monday, and I'm excited about Monday. But I, I, I've had a lot of conversations about this topic, the do you have a guy? And I think one of the most important things when you're running a restaurant is that when stuff happens, and it does, like, all the time, shit just happens, and you got to have somebody who you can call who's going to be able to fix it. And I have some people that are sponsors on this show that I talk about and I do these ads and I tell you all about them. But I want to make like a defense. I want to tell you a list because these aren't just people that pay me to, to talk about them. These are people that I actually work with. And when the most common thing people ask me is, hey, who's your guy for this? And I wanted to go down and give you guys a, a short list with phone numbers of people that I call that are amazing, that totally take care of me. And uh, this is them. So number one, Jason Ellis over at Supersource. This guy is unbelievable. And anything that I need with any dish machine, chemical, if I need to train my staff, he's right there. And I highly recommend him. If there's a ton of chefs that are going, yep, that's the dude, that's the guy. His number is 770-337-1143. And I highly recommend you call him and just get him to come in and do like an audit of what you're doing. Maybe educate you on your dish machine and chemical because he's, he's legit. Also, insurance. Some of these people you don't, 
need every day, but when you do need them, you, you need to have somebody you can call because, you know, dialing a number then hitting one and then hopefully getting somebody who doesn't know your restaurant, doesn't know what you're up to. It's just a challenge. You got it. It's just a pain in the ass, but having somebody who understands the intricacies of your business every single day is amazing. And Matthew Clements over at Robbins insurance is that guy. And I have questions for him all the time and he's right there. He answers the phone. He's amazing. And he's willing to help. I mean, if you don't have like an insurance guy, you need to, uh, and this is personal life too. If you need like an insurance carrier, if you're using like progressive or some national company, get a local guy that will absolutely take care of you. Uh, and Matthew Clements is that guy. His number is 863-409-9372. Uh, Gordon Food Service. Guys, one of the main things that I harp and I talk to people about all the time is utilizing one vendor and really understanding the partnership aspect behind it. And GFS is absolutely amazing at that. They can come in and identify exactly what you need. Paul Hunter is my guy over there. I have multiple people over there, but Paul is just absolutely amazing. And his number is 615-945-6753. So if you're looking to, you have questions about a broadliner, your broadliner is doing some shady stuff or they don't have the product and you just, you just want to talk to somebody else and see what they can do, Paul's your guy. Give Paul a call like right now. Uh, Corson Fire and Security. This is one that kind of got me into the do you have a guy thing because they just came out and did a full audit of everything we're doing, found a whole bunch of stuff that the previous company wasn't doing, said they were doing, charged us like they were doing it. But again, I had to call the number, hit the number one, wait for somebody, then then I had to hit a different extension to get somebody who was, didn't know what I was talking about, then had to call me back, and that person was, I'm so sorry we didn't do all the stuff we said we were going to do. Tons of credits. But Corson is the company that's going to come in and you need a guy for that. Your kitchen suppression unit isn't working or you need a fire extinguisher or you shoot one off and what do you do? The guy you call is uh, is Kevin Rose and he's over at Corson Fire and Security. He's absolutely amazing. His number is 615-974-2932. If you need fresh baked bread, if you're tired of baking bread or you're buying frozen bread from your broadliner, Buying fresh baked bread from a local bread company is a, a godsend. I get so many comments about how amazing our bread is. And that's Erin Moso. She's over at Sharpier's Bakery. They're right off of, they're, they're in West Nashville. Her number is 615-319-6453. And then all things like payroll, payroll, HR solutions, uh, hiring. There's so many, so many things over uh, at NetChecks. And you need to talk to Lauren Domain. Lauren is absolutely amazing. She will, she's their restaurant specialist. She will come in, sit down, talk to you about what you need. I mean, if you, if you don't have a really good solution for that, you got to make that call. You got to make that call and talk to her. She's absolutely amazing. And then it's the end of September. You got five days left. Guys, go to Poached. Poached. They are a jobs company. They will, they're a hospitality industry job company, and they are free for the month as the rest of September. All you got to do is go to poachedjobs.com or go to nashvillerestaurantradio.com. Click the Sponsors tab. If you go to nashvillerestaurantradio.com, click the Sponsors tab, you'll find all of these people right there. You can click one link, get right to them, and hopefully you can use like These aren't just people that pay me. Like I said, these are people that I recommend. So, I mean, if you're asking, hey, do you have a guy for this stuff? Like, yes, and these are the people. And I want you to reference this episode of Floor and Fauna to go back, and these are all the numbers of the people that I love, that I use, that I trust. And if you use them, if you pick one of these people and you start working with them and something doesn't go right, you have the absolute right to call me. If you don't like what, what's happening there, call me and go, hey, man, because I have relationships with every one of them, and I can help translate. I can do whatever it is. I stand behind all of them. So I'm super excited to share all of that with you. And I'm even more excited to share this interview with Julia and Hunter Fremont from Flora and Fauna. Super excited today to welcome into the show Hunter and Julia Fremont. And they are the owners of Flora and Fauna in East Nashville. Welcome to Nashville Restaurant Radio. Thanks for having us. It's exciting to be here. I'm excited to meet you guys. You just walked in, and I don't like to do a whole lot of talking before people come in because I like to get all that out on the way. Um, you, we, we walked in, you guys drove a Jeep. I'm like, hey, we're Jeep drivers together. I love that. And then um, how long has Flora and Fauna been around? So we opened March 3rd of this year. So we just celebrated six months last weekend. Wow. Congratulations. 
Thanks. How's the first six months been? Good. Um, there's been some learning, um, but we've had a really great response from the East Nashville community, and we've got some really awesome regulars that are pretty loyal. They come in every day, and we've just had we've had a really great response. So yeah, and it's getting a little busier each month. So. What's the biggest challenge you guys have had to overcome so far? You said there's been some learning experience. Like, what have you had to learn? Well, we've been in the restaurant industry, I think, like our whole careers, ever since we left college or even b- during college, we were in restaurants. And um, it's different, though, when you're the boss and you own the business. <laughs> so d- I, l- I love that that's what came up. I love that that's what you said. Like, from being server, working in, you know, kind of doing all the other things to being the boss. What's the biggest, what have you learned? Like what's the biggest change in that side of it? Yeah. I mean, it was new for me. Like Hunter's been a general manager before. So he's been people's direct boss, even though he hasn't like owned the companies he's worked for. But for me, I was in management, but I was never anybody's direct boss. So never like really responsible for hiring or letting people go or giving like that real direct feedback. So, um, I don't like conflict. Ah. (laughs) So it's challenging for me to kind of figure out how to, uh, give people good feedback, um, so that we can grow and we can, everyone can do their job well. Um, and, and also this, this new generation is a little bit different too than how we kind of grew up in restaurants. So, I don't think there's realer words have been spoken. Like looking at you right now, just talking about this, like that's so real. That's something I think so many who own businesses are dealing with right now is just, holy shit, this is hard in dealing with conflict. And we've never done things this way. This is a new way to do things. Generation Z is a different generation. And then coming up now, it's like, okay, like every, just, it's just a whole different thing. Hunter, what about you, man? You kind of dealing with the same stuff? I would say yes, uh, to a different degree. Um, for me, like having been in management before, uh, one thing that's been different for me is kind of letting her take the GM role. Okay. Um, so I've. So you're technically the general manager. I yeah, I guess so. I do like more of like I guess the floor side of it. I kind of still let him do some of the back-end stuff because he's just good with numbers and that kind of thing so um but yeah he i've been doing more of the front of house and he's been handling more back of house okay yeah so that's been different for me to kind of let go of control of everything and sort of having that like co-pilot so now it's not i just go in and this is how i want it done or this is how we're going to do it but it's like conversation finding compromise that's new for me um so i think that took us probably a month or two to figure out in the beginning, especially because it was, Oh, you don't have it figured out yet. No, no, there's no, no, no way. <laughs> there's no way in hell it took you one and a half months. You're still in the middle of that shit and it's not going to stop. Like that's something that's going to be going ongoing forever. Better than it was. There I'll say that go. better okay. than it was. Yeah. Um, we did. We did work with each other before. So how did you guys meet at work? <laughs> Where? So I was managing, uh, frothy monkey down in Franklin. Okay. Um, and then she had just moved to the country, uh, from Ireland, Ireland. Yeah. You don't have an Irish accent. I know I'm, I have a dual citizenship. So my mom's American and my dad's Irish, but, uh, I grew up in Ireland. Wow. What part? Uh, County Kildare. So it was really, really just outside Dublin, kind of like maybe like Franklin or Spring Hill is to Nashville. Kind of that to Dublin. That's a great reference, like for people to understand, yeah. like how far away it would be. My mom is an international flight attendant for like twenty years, twenty plus years, and she just retired in February of this year. And she would go to Ireland, um, Edinburgh, Edinburgh, uh, Scotland. Um, Scotland. Yeah. Where would she go? Um, she would go to uh, shit. I don't know where the city is that she would go to all the time. It wasn't Dublin. Belfast. No. Galway. No. Limerick. She would go to Limerick. Yes, that is a place she would go. I'm trying to think. There's like some city she would go to all the time. She has like friends at all these bars. Long story short, we're sitting outside the other day and she says, hey, me and your dad are going to go to Ireland to kind of say goodbye to all of my friends that I'd 
built all these relationships over the years. And she's like, you want to go? And I was like, for like the weekend? She's like, yeah, I'm like, sure. So at some point in the next month and a half, I'm going to go to Ireland for like awesome. the weekend. And I'm going to do this whirlwind tour of meeting all of her friends. And I want to see the cliffs of Moore. Moore, yeah. Is that a thing? Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. That's yeah. something I really like. But I've never been. So I'm like, hey, I'm going to go in the next couple months just to kind of, it's a long trip for the weekend, but why not? Yeah. Somebody it's offers great. it to I mean, you, it's a go. small country too, so you can see a lot in a short amount of time. My mom's like kicking, because she listens to these episodes, and she's going to be right now going, I go to this city, and this <laughs> is what I do. I mean, there's not really a lot of big cities there, so I'm trying to think. Like, there's Cork too, maybe? No. No. Yeah. United would have to fly to it. You're going to go there, and you're going to be like, this is not a city. This is like a small town. <laughs> Mom, I love you. I cannot wait to go whenever we go, if I go. And uh, we're going to have a blast seeing all of your friends. I love you. All right, we'll go into the interview. <laughs> <laughs> you met at the Frothy Monkey. You were a manager. I was managing. You were. I just got hired as a barista. You were a barista. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. How long did you guys, how did that like uh, work out? We were, <laughs> we were friends for a while. Um, there was, I guess, some. Mutual attraction, but yeah, it took, but, it took a, it took us a while to, come on, I love a good love date. story. Let's do this. <laughs> yeah. So I think there was uh there was a mutual attraction, but I was 24 and just a total shithead and was not trying to be in a relationship. So you're telling me a 24 year old dude <laughs> yeah, was a shithead and not trying to be in a relationship. That's shocking. That's, I, I mean, that's shocking to me. So I was pushing back. I was, <laughs> she was pursuing, and I was doing the opposite of pursuing. Um, really? I don't you, know. Would, if you, I would was you corroborate that story? Because I'm pursuing. I mean, <laughs> I mean, maybe a little bit. I mean, so he he actually left Frothy for a little bit and worked um, at this bar that we all went to. And oh, I would name names. What bar did you work at? I was at Brewhouse South. Where? Um, Brewhouse. Oh, South, Brewhouse South. Yeah. yeah okay. Franklin. Okay. Um. Yeah, so that was kind of like the industry bar back in the day. So we all would hang out there. So I definitely hung out at his bar a lot on mm -hmm. purpose. So mm -hmm. okay, just to be like, hey, I'm still here. Hey, I'm still here. <laughs> just want you to see me. I'm yeah. in your peripheral. So to be clear, we did not date while I was managing and she was a barista. We did not date until I had left. And then that transpired a year or so later. Hey, there's nothing wrong if you did, by the way. True. People, listen. This is more for Ryan Pruitt if he's listening. Uh, <laughs> but it doesn't matter if Ryan Pruitt's listening, and he might be, but he's a good dude. He understands that kind oh, of stuff. He just gives us a hard time about it. Oh, well, good. Oh, so well, there you go. Anytime I get a chance to to throw that out there, I'm going So to. when was the first date? Did you guys actually go on like a date where you're like, hey, this is a date? Or did you guys just start hanging out, and then yeah. all of a sudden you had this conversation? We're like, should we? are we a thing? Is this? Did this happen? That's actually exactly how it happened. Okay. <laughs> yeah, except there was like no real date. We just were hanging out. And you guys night. are married now? Yeah. Okay, so you guys are husband and wife. Yes. Five years. Five years. Congratulations. Thank you. And how'd you propose? Uh, actually, at Cork and Cal. Uh, it was, we still lived in Franklin, still hung out down there. Uh, Zach Helton was bartending. Okay. Um, at the time. How did, you, so how did you like plan this whole thing out? Or was it like kind of spontaneous? Yes and yes. Uh, <laughs> so I had it planned out for all of about a day and a half okay um i went to a uh, bottle shop and bought a bottle of bookers all right um they had their series that they had in there at, at that time was called anisa's answer uh and it was booker's wife was a niece and the little picture on the bottle was his engagement ring that he proposed to her with and so i bought that bottle took it to zach Zach put it behind the bar, like up on the shelf. We went in, had dinner. But you tied the ring on it. Yeah, I tied the engagement ring inside the box. So then we went in, had dinner, and then decided to do a nightcap. Zach, Probably went. your idea for the nightcap. Yes, of course. You're like, we should go sit at the bar. And you're like, I really want to leave. Like, no, we're sitting at the bar. <laughs> we should go say hi I to Zach. I kind of want to go home. Like, we need to see Zach, damn it. <laughs> Like, okay, we'll see yeah. Zach. God, what's your well, deal? Well, it was funny because when we first walked in, he had told me about Booker's. I hadn't, I don't think I knew about that <laughs> bourbon. And he's so like, I pointed you know, Booker's, it Baker's, out. Baker's, it's a Knob Creek deal. Yeah. 
on the shelf and I was like, oh, they have a bottle of it up there. And he was like, oh, yeah. He was Foreshadowing. Like, Look he at you. He wasn't ready. So he was like, oh, yeah, it's there because he didn't want me to see the ring. Yeah, I was trying to like draw <laughs> attention away from it. I was like. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. And, so, then, and so you said, hey, look, can we see that bottle? Mm -hmm. And then Zach brought it over and there was the ring in it. And I actually thought it was a fake ring at first. Like it was like part of the whole thing. And I was like, oh, they put a little ring on there. That's cute. <laughs> even though I knew he was proposing, but yeah. it just didn't click. I mean, she read it before we even left the house. Like she knew that this was happening. And Oh, wow. So I thought I was being slick. No. I was not. I was like, <laughs> I'm going to wear this dress because I'm going to get proposed to Oh, man, you know how many times I've heard that story that it didn't happen? Where women are like, tonight's going to be the night, or he's taking me on vacation. We've been together two years, and then come back. And people that have worked for me, you know, or worked in restaurants or whatever, and they tell me we're going on vacation. I think he's going to propose. And they get home, like, didn't happen. And I'm <laughs> yeah. like, oh, shit. Well, that's how I knew, because we were actually going to Seattle with his mom, and he was like, I'm not proposing to you in Seattle, because my mom's going to be there in you guys had talked about marriage, it and you was, were ready. Yeah. How long did you guys date before that happened? About a year. Yeah, a year and a half. Maybe. This is all very important to the story of yeah. Flora and Fauna, <laughs> yes, by the is. way. It's like all the, the background. This is all very, very important stuff. And then, uh, so five years, you've been married now, and you have a child. Yes, we have a two-year-old What is Daughter, what is her name? Ailish. That sounds like an Irish name. It is, yeah. Okay. Ailish? Ailish. That's beautiful. Thank you. I love that. And is she, like, just... The coolest. Yeah. What's parenthood like? It's hard. <laughs> owning owning a it, business that you both work in. It's kind of like owning a business and managing people, or just managing somebody with who doesn't know how to regulate their emotions at all. Yeah. So like running a business. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like like managing people who don't know how to regulate their emotions. I am the head coach of my uh, seven year old's baseball team, and I know exactly what you're talking about. Like six year olds and seven year olds, they don't listen. Like, I need you got to center field. Where's center field? Like, the center of the field. Like, go there. I don't know what that is. Like, go. Like, it's right the you point. You should start walking, and I'll let like, you know when you're there. Like, yeah. Oh, my gosh. It's really difficult when you give clear direction. It's just like, no, I don't know what you're talking about. So then that's so when is, do you guys want to have more children? Yes. We actually are expecting in April. What? So. Well, congratulations. Thanks. Thank you. It's April. Gosh, that's four, five, so seven. So you guys don't know if you're having a boy or a girl. This is new. Yeah. Congratulations. Yeah, we actually just told staff. A few weeks ago. Two about, weeks ago. about a week, week ago, ago, week and a half ago. All right. So if you're going into Flora and Fauna and you see Julie, make sure that you, sell, you congratulate them. That's awesome. Two kids. I have two kids. That's it. You guys want more? Maybe to be determined. Yeah, we'll see how we'll see how this goes. She's cool with two. I kind of like the idea of three. Okay, but we have a lot going on, so we'll see how it plays out. All right, so all in this story here, we're learning the the whole story of uh, you guys. You both work together at Frothy Monkey. There's the coffee shop connection, and then you went away. You still worked at Frothy. Yeah, and you started dating. You get engaged. You get married. And then he comes back to Frothy. You came back to Frothy. Yeah. I did. Yep. Okay. Well, now it's not taboo because you're already together. Yeah. We did literally like we finished our honeymoon and then we opened one of the Frothy Monkey locations together. Yep. That's awesome. Well, and then you opened Frothy. You had the child. What brought? Where did the idea of hey, let's open our own thing happen? I think the original conversation started back at Frothy Monkey Franklin, uh, just casually. My my long-term goal was always to open my own shop, um, and then we were talking about it, and that's kind of her long-term goal at the time, and so that's kind of where we, I guess, the seed was planted, um, and then life happened. We went a thousand different directions. Got married. I went back to Frothy. I was managing Frothy Monkey and Nations. And then I also was doing East at the same time. And then COVID hit. And everything just kind of, yeah, it was great. COVID. Have you guys had COVID? The actual COVID? I don't think so. We don't have, we've never been confirmed that we've had it. I don't think we've ever had it. We've had a 
we bunch of illnesses, but never tested positive. Yeah. yeah, there was like a week where we were both like not feeling great, but we weren't really even sick. Uh, but neither one of us tested positive, so we've kind of been like, maybe that was it, but <laughs> I maybe it wasn't. I don't really know. I just had it for the first time like a month ago. Was it bad? It was awesome. It was awesome. I loved it. So you want to do it again? No. But I was kind of getting tired of everybody taking a week off. That's fair. You know, I'm, I have two restaurants that I run and it's like, I got COVID. I guess I'll take the rest of the week off. You're like, fuck, what are you doing? Like, come on, man. And I haven't had it yet. So I was getting a little bit of like this. I don't know what this syndrome is, but I'm like, I, I I don't stop. You had had FOMO. Yeah. I had a little bit of FOMO going on. Well, I mean, like you guys own businesses, you have children. You don't stop, right? When do you guys just go, I'm going to lay on the couch all day today? Like, that shit doesn't happen. Like, that's not a thing. You go, 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 go. And until something, like, knocks me down, like, if I break an ankle or something and I can't walk, that's the only way I get rest. So when you get COVID, it's like, I have to quarantine away from everybody and watch TV? Like, okay, I'll do it. Twist my arm. But, like, I mean, I have, like, 50 meetings during this whole thing. But, like, there's a point to me that's like i was like i need to get covid so that i can lay down because i won't allow myself to rest and that's a whole thing i see a therapist for but like that but like for me it was like i got it and i was like oh shit now i'm just gonna lay down and i'm gonna just enjoy i mean it wasn't fun i felt like dog shit for a week but it was at least i got a point to relax yeah that's kind of how a pregnancy is for me I'm kind of forced to relax a little bit more. She's over here. She's like, oh, I'm chill, man. What's up? No, I get that. <laughs> this is good for me. Okay. So you have the idea. Let's do this thing. Flora and fauna. Talk about the name. <laughs> um, so we had thrown around a lot of different names. Uh, we had, didn't have anything that we loved. And then I was on Instagram one day and I follow this account called nature is metal. Which is kind of exactly what it sounds like. It's and I agree with that. Animals being animals in nature, and it's kind of gory and explicit. Yeah, yeah. So I was scrolling through it, and then underneath one of the the captions, it it mentioned flora and fauna. Well, I'm going to be honest. I didn't even know what that was. Uh, What is it? It means plants and animals. Uh, I thought it was like an Adams Family reference. The two sisters, Flora and Fauna, that they, the aunts, yeah. that's the only, that's the only reference I knew to Flora and Fauna was that the brothers used to date the two sisters, Flora and Fauna from the original Adams family. If you go back that far. Yeah. Yeah. He like came to me and was like, have you heard of the phrase Flora and Fauna? And I was like, yes. Like I did science in college. So, oh, so yeah, it's just are you part a of smart it. person. No, I would say I'm slightly above average but not what did you study biochemistry where yeah in a college at where at trinity okay so you took biochemistry yeah you're one of those smart people i love that now but we, I'm we have not a whole nother biochemistry for a reason now so i don't think i could do it long term what's the reason i just i'm not a, i don't have the scientific brain that can like come up with studies and experiments and i'm not i don't think i'm that logical Okay. I think you are. Maybe. Yeah. But I, I just met you. But I think that you are. I think you I could think. do it. Anyway, Hunter, Flora and Fauna, Plants and Animals. Yep. So that should be the name of our place we have. Yeah. Is I that think, how organic it was? Yeah, it really was. That's, uh, that, that's like the name. That's like the Dirk Diggler. Yep, pretty much. I always, th- have you guys seen the movie Boogie Nights? No. Yes, but it's been a minute. Well, he, he goes, he goes, what's your porn name going to be? And he goes, I got the best name. It's like, it's like it's in lights. You know, like I, I hear it and it's like, it just pops. He's like, what is it? And he goes, Dirk Diggler. And like the, <laughs> there's this thing just shows up. This is Dirk Diggler. And it's like in lights. And you're like, holy shit, that's the best name. When I, when I first said Nashville restaurant radio, I was like, Ooh, lights. <laughs> I like like Nashville restaurant radio. Like it's everything. That's it. That's the name. Flora and fauna. That was your, this is it. Flora and fauna. I don't know if it was that grandiose. I think it was more like, what do you Maybe think about this? Maybe we didn't have anything better. Yeah, it was like, eh, <laughs> fuck it. That, let's just roll with it. Yeah. There I mean, we, we had like kind of, we knew kind of what we wanted the vibe to be. And I guess the name just seemed to like fit that. Okay. So what did you want the vibe to be? How did that conversation go? What did you, what did you envision? 
so I've, I grew up in Ireland, so that kind of like that cafe, European kind of cafe. It's not quite the same in Ireland as it would be in like France or Italy, but the kind of idea of that like cafe where you can get food and coffee and tea um, was just a lot more prevalent. Like there's just a lot more places like that. And I don't think there's that many in Nashville. There's a few. Um, so we kind of wanted that kind of like cafe vibe where you could get really good coffee and you could get really good food. And I, we wanted it to be different than I think a lot of the kind of in the quote unquote coffee shops. Yeah. And the like late 2000, like 2010s, there was kind of, I feel like all of the coffee shops that opened had like the same kind of vibe where they're very like a little sterile kind of it's very like Scandinavian kind of in the minimalist kind of like vibe to them um and then I feel like now we're kind of coming into like where a lot of the new coffee shops are like let's have color again (laughs) um we we kind of wanted something that was like a little bit of color a little bit more of a classic feel do you know what I love about a coffee shop not that you asked me, but I'll just volunteer this information. What, what do you love about a coffee shop? That's a great question, Hunter. I uh, I like it when people are friendly. You ever go to yeah. a coffee shop and you're just like, I am not cool enough to be here. And I'm not cool in general, but like going to a coffee shop where you're like, hi, I don't know all of the barista terms and I just like coffee. Can you help me? Like, oh, the eye rolling and the like, you know what you want? Like, no, I need help. Like, can you? Can you help walk me through like, hey, how you doing today? Have you been here before? Like, I haven't. And I'm really intimidated by the coffee menu. Cool. What kind of coffee do you normally drink? Like, I like a real friendly vibe in a coffee shop. I like a friendly vibe anywhere I go. But like in a coffee shop, that's the thing I look for the most. Yeah. And that's exactly what we tried to create was like that place. Because I did not like grow up drinking coffee. I hated coffee for a very long time. It wasn't until I started working in a coffee shop that I forced myself to like coffee. Really? Yeah. Um, and where did you grow up again? In, in outside Dublin. But what's the Ireland. country called? Ireland. How do you say that? Cause you said that you, uh, I say Ireland. Yeah. Which is wrong. Which is so <laughs> educate, educate everybody on how to say the country's name. It's just like our, like literally like our land. Ireland. Yeah, Ireland. Okay, so I'm like, she's not pronouncing Ireland yeah. correctly over here. <laughs> but you're you're from there, so I should probably get my shit together. Yeah. Ireland. Ireland. Okay, see now I know. Now this is why I do the podcast to learn shit like this. So okay. So now when you in go Ireland, there in like a month. I'm gonna know. It'll like, yeah. yeah, it'll sound like it's great from to there. be here in Ireland. <laughs> yeah. Got it. I've been I've been informed. Yeah. Thank you. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. No, that was great. Um Friendly, differentiator, yeah, good place, light, color, to, food. I like to, I don't think coffee has to be this like exclusive thing. There's, I mean, it's, it's similar to the wine industry in a lot of ways, but usually the price point is a little lower than wine, but. Hopefully. Sometimes. Or, or not, <laughs> depending <laughs> on how you look at it. I think it should be a little bit more expensive, but. Really good coffee. Are you guys roasting your own coffee? We are, yeah. So you actually have a roaster and you're roasting it. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. badass. We have a roaster right in the cafe. Wow! Right in the middle of the dining room. Do you? How much? Have, so do you buy a bunch of different kinds of green coffee? Are you buying one type of green coffee? Are you buying from multiple regions? And then are you? Are, how do you educate people on what you're actually doing? Because I think that process is amazing. Whether you're buying it from Honduras, or you're buying it from here, or whether you're buying it certified fair trade, whatever it is, and then being able to articulate that people like. Hey, we bought, we got a really good deal or we got this great coffee that's super rare because coffee can vary in price wildly. How do you let people know like this is the Jamaican blue mountain bomb diggity kind bud version of coffee that you should try and we roasted it here and this is really good. Do you just charge for it or we're going to take a quick break to hear a few words from our sponsors. I am so excited to tell you guys all about a couple of people that are doing things for the greater good of the mankind. And one of them is Justice Industries. Uh, We just had Ellen Peterson on the show a couple weeks ago to tell us all about what she does. And they are a nonprofit organization that creates social enterprise businesses. 
So they seek to employ those who find it difficult to obtain and retain work because of barriers such as criminal history, addiction recovery, mental illness, domestic abuse, and generational poverty. Their largest industry, Just Glass, offers curbside pickup of your glass for recycling. So this is a big deal. You have so much glass you throw away. I know that we are constantly taking out full Slim Jims, full of bottles, beer bottles, liquor bottles, wine bottles, all of that stuff. They will come and pick that up from you weekly, and they will recycle it. And on top of that, they're giving people jobs. So we all talk about supporting local and helping local. This is a company that you need to be talking to now. The way you're going to do it is they're all customizable programs. You're going to email Ellen Peterson, E-L-L-E-N, at justiceindustries.com. That's plural, justiceindustries.org. She will get you taken care of, and you can just learn a little bit about what they do. If you're looking for somebody to partner with, a nonprofit to partner with, they are amazing. You should email her today. Our other one is the compost company. And Jeffrey and Clay Ezel, the brothers, are just the nicest people, and they are absolutely amazing. And, you know, we've incorporated our restaurants, and our staff absolutely loves it. You know, the number one reason we have greenhouse gases in landfills is food waste. It gets trapped in these trash bags underneath everything and then it creates methane. And just doing your part, all the food waste that you have in the restaurant, putting them in compostable bags, they give you a special trash can you put out back. They'll come pick it up from you a couple times a week if need be. But then you have the peace of mind to know that you are doing the right thing with the food waste that you have. They turn it into compost. They take it to their farm in Kingston Springs. They then, uh, run air through it and water and they mix it with soil. They then create compost. They sell it back to local landscapers, local farmers. You can even go buy it at Whole Foods. They're an amazing, amazing company. If you want to talk about full circle and it's really inexpensive, if you're tired of paying all this money to your trash pickup, this will help reduce how much trash is in your, your dumpster. I mean, think about if you started working with just glass and you start recycling all of your glass, you started working with the compost company. Not only are you doing an amazing thing for the environment, but you're also saving a ton of room inside of your dumpster. So guys, this will pay for itself. Amazing companies, I'd love for you to check them out right now. You know, what chefs want, some people still call it creation gardens, but what chefs want has been, was our first advertiser on the show. Uh, Monty Crawford saw what we are doing. He goes, I want to be part of it, dude. I love it. And I just, I love that. They're so perfect because they work with locally owned and operated restaurants better than anyone. And let me tell you how they do it. No minimums, no fees, no fuel surcharges, no surcharges anytime. They deliver seven days a week. They have 24-7 customer support. You can call, text, chat, email anytime from anywhere. Or you can reach them at 502-587-9012. They have a diverse line of products. Their chefs have access to thousands of items across many different categories that allow them to receive fresh product daily. What chefs want is the perfect addition to any broadline company as they've got all of your fresh produce delivered daily, plus custom meats, anything that you need that your broadliner can't get. Give them a call, 800-600-8510, or visit them at whatchefswant.com. We just put a label on it that says it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Does it say it just like that? It says yeah. it just like that. Bomb diggity kind bud of coffee thing. Yep. And then and then kind of like in retail, when somebody picks it up and looks at it, then we swarm them and then tell them all the information. Oh, good. Yeah. It's also my favorite thing. I mean, yeah, we're I mean, we're not just sourcing one coffee. We're getting a few different ones. We have a blend that we use for like our cold brew and our espresso. Um and you know, a, for those of people who don't know, a blend is just when you have coffee from different regions or different countries and you, you put it together. Blend them? Same, like, kind of like a red blend or a white blend when you're talking about wine. Um, and it doesn't necessarily mean that those coffees aren't good on their own, um, but you just might be able to bring out some cool flavor combinations if you put them together. Does everybody do that? Uh, Not I wouldn't say everybody, but a lot of coffee companies have some sort of blend. It's very typical to have a blend for your espresso. Are but there you, are companies that do single origin espresso. Do you guys blend yourself? Do you guys like go, hey, I like these couple different, and you make your own unique signature blends? Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's awesome. Now, let me ask you another question. Since you're doing your own roasting, let's just say I have a restaurant, and I want my own blend. Like, I want a Green Hills Grill that's one of my restaurants, blend. That, that's my own blend, and I could buy from you. Hey, will you produce for me 
a bag every month of my own personal roast. Could you do that? Yes, to an extent. Okay. It depends on what you're looking for. Like if you're like, it has to be from these countries only and like I need it to be like this, then maybe depending on how much you're buying. But if you're buying a bag a month, like well, a like, five-pound bag a month. No, no, you'd buy like, I mean, if you're for your whole restaurant, like if I was to advertise, say, hey, look, come to Green Hills Grill on Sunday brunch and we have our, you can't get this blend anywhere. Flora and Fauna makes us, the coffee roasters roast a special Green Hills Grill blend that you can only get here and we serve it at our restaurant. I mean, I'd go through multiple, I mean, you know, maybe 50 pounds a month or something. Then, yeah, we could definitely do that. Is yeah, that I something you guys be like? If there, are, if I'm a restaurant out there and I'm listening to this and I'm like, "Hey, that would be pretty cool if we had our very own roast." Instead of me saying, "I got bongo" or "I got this" or "I got that," like, I got frothy monkey, I could do my very own roast and just kind of buy it from you guys. Is that something that people could contact you for? Like, no, not right now. Yeah, I think that yes and yes again. <laughs> uh, the first six months, we didn't focus a lot on wholesale uh, just because we wanted to get our systems and processes in place in yeah. the shop, kind of find some stability, figure out the ebbs and flows of business. We are just now uh, starting to do wholesale meetings and cool. talk to different restaurants. We have several on the docket that we're kind of working through. Um, so, yes, because that's a major part of our business model that we wanted to get into haven't ironed out all of the details on how we're going to do that yet, but we now have our toe in the water and we're dabbling in that world. Uh, starting in October ish, we should, we should start sending out our first wholesale accounts. Nice. Hopefully fingers crossed. Can I talk to you about cold brew coffee? Mm -hmm. I make coffee every morning. I'm drinking coffee that I made. We buy our coffee from Costco. Okay. I know it's not optimal. But it's good. It's a Charleston brew. It's an organic thing. My if, wife buys if it. If you like it, then it's optimal. It's the exact same every single time. And it's I know yeah. what I'm getting. And I drink the same big, thing every a big day. part of good coffee. But I am a I love cold brew coffee. And I love like making like a cold brew latte. It's real easy for me to make a cup of coffee in the morning. I grind the beans. I put them in the thing. And then I hit start. And it brews my coffee. I see these contraptions that brew cold brew coffee. And it's like this thing yeah. that's hanging and it's like dripping and i'm like is this rocket science no how do you make cold, cold brew, brew is coffee? honestly one of the easiest things to make you can make it in a mason jar you're literally just steeping grounds in water cold water it can be cold it can be room temperature it, it can can't be, be hot then it's not technically cold brew but i've I mean, heard of some people using slightly warm water i mean i think kind of when you like most coffee should be brewed from anywhere from like 195 to maybe like 210 in some cases. So if you're kind of brewing it less than 195, you could maybe call it cold brew or something. But I mean, if you did, like, what is the difference in coffee? Like, what happens in a cold brew that's different than a hot brew? The flavor? Do you get different? I mean, you, get what di happens? you get different flavors. Uh, typically, you get a lot less acidity, which is why some people really like it because um, some people don't like the high acidity and kind of the specialty coffee. Um, because you know, when you're, what, what you're doing when you're making coffee in any method is you're extracting out some of the coffee particles that are in the bean, you're extracting it out into the water and that's what coffee is. It's just water and coffee solid. So yeah. any, any method you're brewing coffee, that's what you're doing. Um, obviously heat. In any kind of, when you talk about chemical reactions and things dissolving, heat can play a big part. And so, if I, don't, I don't know the biochemist would have a really <laughs> good answer for this. Yeah, if you don't, I mean, if you don't have heat, some of those reactions are not going to happen. Sure. Um, the thing with cold brew, why why you usually have to steep it for a really long time, like you can't just do it in five minutes, is because there is no heat to help speed up some of those reactions and help that kind of extraction process happen. So that's usually why you need like 12 to 24 hours to make a good cup of cold brew. But you're still not going to get all the kind of flavors and aromatics that you would get if you used hot water. But there's less acid. There's less acid typically. 
That's, that is exactly the answer I was looking for. That's what I was going to say as well. What she <laughs> Which is why some people who like an acid don't always like Colbert. Like Colbert is not my favorite way to enjoy coffee. It is mine. I, yeah, well, I don't. I, I just love coffee. You know what I? You know what I love? I love coffee when I'm alone. I can just sit and enjoy coffee, and I enjoy coffee when I'm with people, and I enjoy coffee in my car. I'm like, and and with a fox and a box and a house and a car, like all those things. I just love coffee. It's just my favorite thing. Yeah, I don't drink alcohol, so it's just my like. I I just I'm obsessed with coffee now. Yeah, and I think that's That's like you know part of why we're in the coffee industry is it's it's a big part of people's lives and it's an important part of people's lives and it can, you know, be a solitary thing that you enjoy alone or it can kind of bring you together. It can be something you enjoy as a community. Absolutely. So let's put some plugs out there. You guys are located on Douglas Avenue. Yeah, we're in the Highland Yards building. So Uh we're with uh, Holiday right now and Shed Fitness is there and Golden Pony is about to open up next to us, and Kisser is going to be right across the hall from us. Oh, man, that you're so lucky. Yeah. Brian and Lena are so awesome. Yeah, we're, super, we're like, peeking our head in their space to see how far along they are, like, every day. So like we're every excited. 30 minutes. Every <laughs> yeah. 30 minutes. Are you guys open yet? Can I have some milk toast? What's up? Yeah. So we're, we're excited about that. I'm also a little nervous about, like, our bank account and all the all the money, but maybe we can get some trades with them or something. Oh, how much you're going to spend, spend there? Over yeah. there I was yeah. like, <laughs> personal bank account. I'm like, what was happening here? Were you no, worried no, about no. like the, what's happening? No. Like, whoa, I that mean, was a big revelation. No, no I bet no, no. that makes personal sense. Personal bank account. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a thing. Yeah. Yeah. Did you guys go eat Kisser when they were at um, Patterson House? No. Or any time you had it at all? We actually just had it for the first time like last week. They had some. We're, we go to the East Market, uh, the East Nashville Farmer Market. We have like a little booth there and Kisser's there as well. So oh, nice. they had some some extra. Um, and so we got to try it for the first time, actually. Where's your favorite place to go eat in, in Nashville? Ooh. I'll let you answer that. Frothy Monkey? No. Don't say that. Maybe. Sorry, Ryan. <laughs> we've, we've had a lot. We've had like eight years worth of Frothy Monkey, so... <laughs> I think, I think I have like a top three that I would say. All right, let's roll um, it out. So if we're date nighting, I would say Locust. Uh, that was hands down our favorite experience we've had in Nashville. Pretty cool, isn't it? It is. Uh, and they also had the Irish connection, so that was cool. Um, mm-hmm. So date night, I would say Locust. Uh, casual dinner. Is it Irish or Irish? <laughs> Irish. Okay, I'm confused now. Now I'm now I'm just I'm lost. Okay, but it's okay. Irish Irish can good. Uh, casual, I would say I I'm a big Hathorn guy. I like Chris. I nice. like what John Stevenson does and Haley's okay. average program. Good shout out to Hathorn. John Stevenson's one of my favorite people. He's great. Awesome dude. Yeah. The whole place is great. What a cool concept. And then I would say the last minute. Uh, we don't know what we're gonna do for food. Uh, I would probably rock Chipotle. <laughs> Not anymore. I don't like we've had some bad Chipotle experiences. There you go. I would still say Chipotle. Take it back. Take it back, damn it. <laughs> not happening. Not local. We're not I, doing it. What would you say? <laughs> what are yours? What are your top two? Top three. We don't go there as much. We don't eat out as much as we used to. Two year old. Having kid. a kid and all that. But I really like Redheaded Stranger. That's yeah, one yeah, of that's mine. A good one. That's a good one. Top. Ones. I mean, like, it's a great burger. It's a great. We're gonna be on Triple D. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, Chipotle. I'm changing mine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, fuck you, Chipotle. Yeah. How about that. <laughs> sorry, that was that was harsh. It was very aggressive. Yeah, Chipotle's okay. My my cousin works for them, so. I have a confession to make. <laughs> Go for it. Never in my life I've been in a Chipotle. Never walked in the door. Never eaten there. Never been to a Chipotle. Because never you like eaten drive-throughs. Never eaten at Chipotle at like an event that they catered. Never tried the food at Chipotle. Never been. Is that weird? I'm sorry. Is it, is it that good? Do I need to go do it? Uh, I don't think it's. I have that one right next great. to the Green Hills Girl. Like it is. I can throw a football at it. I could yeah. go eat it anytime. I just don't. I think when we were younger, it was like because it's inexpensive and. Yeah, I there's don't probably know. some nostalgia there. That, but like, I makes think it like she's really trying is. to distance herself from Chipotle. And you're you're <laughs> hanging on. You're like. 
no, I really like it. She's like, yeah, not anymore, dude. I'm not ready to give it up. We're beyond that. Yeah. We're, we're, we're adults now. Yeah, we're sophisticated. We're sophisticated business owners. We have children. Like, we don't need a Chipotle anymore. Okay, I had three restaurants. I gave you two good ones, <laughs> and then I gave you Chipotle. What more do you want from me? I want Redheaded Stranger. That's like, now I'm salivating for Redheaded Stranger. Yeah, that may be on our list for this afternoon. We went to, um, we went to Lyra the other night. Oh, Lyra's good. You yeah. there yet? Yeah, mm-hmm. great. It was amazing. But on the way there, I had said, you want Butcher and B, Redheaded Stranger. And we were like heading towards that area. Like Redheaded Stranger was where we were going. And then like this thing like popped in my head. I was like, we've never eaten at Lyra. Do you want to go check it out? She's like, yes. And then we went there and it was amazing. So I love their wine list. That's that sucks me in every time. Really? I didn't I did not even look at I don't I don't drink. So I didn't like I didn't even I should have, though. Is it just it's just unique. It's uh Well, Liz over there is amazing. She was at F Scott's forever than she was at Lachlan Table for lunch. She knows her shit. It shows. Yeah, she's good. All right, guys, what am I missing? Tell me tell me what you guys if if you came in here and you had an expectation of what you wanted to talk about, your proposal story probably wasn't on the list. And all this other stuff. We we've we've delved into some different things. What do you want people to know about flora and fauna? You know. I don't. <laughs> Honey, you're supposed to read my mind. I know, I know. I'm like looking in the eyes trying to see what you're I'm like, missing. What, what, well, what do you think is like the vision of flora and fauna? <laughs> you're on the spot. <laughs> yeah, dang. <laughs> He's like, I should know this, uh, the vision. When you know that you're going to... Okay, you're... I'm going to go for it. Yeah, do it. All right, here we go. Um, the thing I would want people to know is... Sort of what our long-term vision is, I guess, which is I think we're looking to open two to three of these locations. Uh, big focus on um, sourcing local as much as possible. That was one of the major reasons we went to the East Nashville Farmers Market was awesome. to start building those connections with some local farms. Um, and we've done a really great job of that thus far. We've worked with uh, Carrie's Berries for a lot of our seasonal fruit. We're working with Bloomsbury now. Oh, good. Um, so I think continuing to kind of add to that repertoire yeah. uh, of places we're working with, continuing to build our coffee program. Uh, roasting was new for us. Uh, I love what we've achieved in the last six months. I'm excited to see where the next six months of roasting goes for us. Um, and then, yeah, I think getting... Several locations open is kind of our, our short-term, long-term, and then focusing on wholesale. Um, so if you are a restaurant out there that is interested in picking up wholesale or white bag roasting, which would be where we create a blend for you, uh, reach out to us. I think we would love to start those conversations. How would people. I reach out to you? That's a great question. Uh, info at florafaunanashville.com. No N ampersand florafauna, F-L-O-R-A. F A U N A, Flora Fauna, Nashville, yes. Nashville.com. Yes, it. All right. Now tell me what your real vision is. <laughs> tell me what. Tell me what is in your brain. That did he just net? What do you got? I think. I mean, he talked kind of like big picture stuff, like where the company's gonna go. But I think, like for me, like I just want to make sure that what we're doing now, and I think we're doing it pretty well. I think that we continue to do it well and and maybe even improve like flora and fauna is about a place where you can get really good food and really good coffee um plants and animals yeah you can have you know you can get breakfast you can get lunch and you can get coffee or you can just get one of those things like if you came in to eat we have stuff for you to eat that's delicious and if you just came for coffee like we have that too um and I just want it to be a place that is kind of welcoming. Like one of the the biggest things for me when we opened, all of our reviews were about how friendly and and welcoming our staff was. And it wasn't Hunter and I that they were talking to. It was our, our staff. And that's really important for us that our staff is friendly. And I think the best way to make sure that you have a good, friendly, welcoming staff is to make sure that they're happy in their job. And so kind of just making sure that as we grow, we can continue to look after our staff, invest in them, and and kind of make sure that they have a good work-life balance. And so I just want, yeah, Florivana to just be a, a welcoming space for 
the you know, whether Yeah, whether you work there or whether you're coming in there. Let me tell you what I think. I'm going to surmise this a little bit. I think you guys are the American dream. I think what you're doing right now, what we just discussed in this interview, is everything that is good in this world. It's two people that worked in the service industry, who care about people, who met, fell in love, you started a family, you started a business, you work your asses off, and you serve your community. You serve your community and you create a space for people to create community. And every day you guys get up with that mission of getting out there, trying really hard to make a living to, to raise your family while also creating a place for other families to go and start their day. And it, it's a, that's everything in this world. When people talk about shop local, support local, this is it. Like people supporting what you guys do is exactly every single time you see a hashtag that says shop small, shop local, take care of people in your community. They're talking about what you guys are doing and I absolutely love it. And if you're out there and you are going to Starbucks, stop it. You need to go to Flora and Fun. If you're going anywhere that's any kind of a chain for your coffee, I'm going to stop buying Costco coffee now and I'm going to start buying your coffee when you get it because I want to support you. I want you guys to make it. I can see it in your eyes. You guys are awesome. It's an honor to have you guys in the studio and I wish you nothing but the best of success. Thank you. Thank, yeah, thank you for having us. It's been a pleasure. We're not done. Okay. <laughs> we have one last thing to do. We have the Gordon Food Service final thought. You have to dig deep because we just did a bunch of final thought type shit. So mm -hmm. now maybe this isn't restaurant related. You can just talk politically or whatever you want to do, but don't. Um, <laughs> the Gordon Food Service final thought is the last thing. You guys get to surmise, do whatever you want to do, say whatever you want to say to take us out. Um, you can both say something. One of you can say something for both of you. You both have said a lot today, but the floor is yours. Take us out. Let the record be shown. They're both pointing at each other <laughs> to say it's your turn. I'm not I, I mean, I think I just, I don't know if this is deep or a final thought worthy, but I mean, I just want to say like, thank you to the people that have supported us since day one. Uh, definitely. I mean, we thought we would do pretty okay in the beginning, but I don't think either one of us really expected the response that we got from the community. And so I think, yeah, I just want to say thanks to the East Nashville community and those people that just from day one have been our biggest supporters. And I think that that kind of support for any small business is really what keeps, keeps them going. Cause there's a lot of not fun stuff that you have to deal with. And especially now with like rising food costs and rising rent, like having those loyal supporters is what makes it all happen. So yeah, if you're supporting us or you're like a diehard supporter of another local business, like you are the awesome people in the world. And keep doing it. That was Amen. perfect. Yep. I got I, nothing. She's she's amazing. She killed it. Yeah. You guys are awesome. Thank you Thank so much you. for coming in today and, and sharing your story. And I can't wait to do episode number two where we get to learn your new baby's name and how life is going with two children. And I love to keep up with you guys. And you will definitely see me in your location buying coffee and supporting you. Thank you guys for doing this today. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Just want to say thank you so much to Hunter and Julia for coming by the studio. They're amazing. I'm going to start buying my coffee from them because, hell, why not? You should start buying your coffee from them. Uh, at least buy it from a local person. You know, buy it from a local vendor. I'm going to stop buying it from Costco because, hey, I'm down to support local. I got to practice what I preach, and I can't wait to try their coffee. They're amazing people. And like I said, it's the American dream. If you have a choice, swing by Flora and Fauna and support them. Uh, I don't know. I just, I just love those people. I hope that you guys have a wonderful week. I know that uh, I'm going to pick up the pieces and get this thing going, and, and I'm just excited. We had a big Titans win today, or Sunday. I guess today is Monday. It's actually Sunday for me. I'm putting this together, and you guys will get it. 
want to say thank you guys for listening. Thank you for all of your support. Messages you guys send me telling me that you love an episode or anything like that just means the absolute world to me. Uh, sometimes this can be you know, kind of lonely on here. You're working really hard to put these interviews together. There's a lot of editing. There's a lot that goes into it. And sometimes just a kind word from anybody out there, uh, it means a lot. If you don't like it, if you have some, you know, something you want to tell me, I, I'm down for that too. Uh, but feedback is good. And if you do enjoy it, uh, let me know. Go to wherever you listen to it. Leave me a five-star review or subscribe or tell a friend. But um, I love doing this, and I really, really appreciate you guys for listening. Hopefully this content is something that you guys enjoy listening to. I'm always down for suggestions. If you guys have people that you really want to hear that, uh, that I haven't had on the show yet or that I have had on the show, send me a message. Let me know. If you're somebody that you'd like to get on the show, let me know. So, um, again, thank you guys for listening. I hope that you guys are being safe out there. Have a wonderful, wonderful week. Love you guys. Bye.